Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Entertainment, man. You, you come across people. You you get a chance to admire people from afar, and and sometimes you get lucky enough to actually meet that person or meet those people. And uh, that that's what we're gonna kind of gonna be blessed with today. Today we're gonna be talking to uh, a tremendous actress, a great filmmaker, and man, they've put together a project. And what's gangster is how they did. It. That that's what I like. So. Uh, if, if you know anything about me, you know I love films. Uh, I love I'm a, I'm a movie buff, I, especially um, movies that tell about the, the black experience. You know, uh, whether that be Friday or The Butler. You know, I, I just enjoy movies that talk about you know our lives and and tell our stories. So uh, I'm anxious to talk to Mr. Craig Ross today. I'm anxious to talk to Miss Karen Ward Ross as well. There are a couple. They're a, a, a Batman and Robin, but they're getting it done on so many levels. So I tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a chance to chop it up. Y'all stay right there. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Wanna know what I did in the last five hours? I just proved the theory of relativity. I mastered origami while beating the record for hacky sack. Found Bigfoot. I swam the English Channel. And then I swam back. And then I took the dog for a walk. How do I do all this? Five hour energy. Hours of energy now with no crash later. Underline! One, two, three, four. The Black Tour is coming through your door. The Black Tour. That's Rodney Perry's comedy tour coming to you this year. That's right. Every city we're coming to, check it out on my website, www.rodneyperry.com. You don't want to miss it. Are you ready for more laughs, a new stage, and more Rodney Perry? Well, the wait is almost over. That's right. Off the Chain is coming back. This fall on Bounce TV. Bounce TV. TV. Our way. That's right. Uh, Off the Chain is returning to the airways. Man, we shot a... A tremendous season of that show right here uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, man. And, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm very proud. I can't wait for the world to see what we did. Uh, it, it's going to be crazy. Now, when, when you when you think about filmmakers and when you think about filmmaking, uh, you think, uh, well, well, the whole prospect is getting, I won't say easier because, you know, making a movie is making a movie, but... It's becoming more attainable, I think, uh, because there was a time when you had to spend, you know, millions of dollars to get the smallest movie done with film and all of that great stuff. And then digital came along. And when digital came along, it, it gave a lot of us opportunity to get in the game because the cameras were smaller and less expensive and things of that nature. Now, this man took it to a whole nother level Welcome, Mr. Craig Ross, to the show. Craig, 
First of all, hey. you you hey. taking it to a whole. For, for, I don't even know if you remember this, but I remember you vividly. First of all, you know when you live in L.A., you kind of see everybody. But uh, I think we worked out at the same 24-hour fitness, and I used to see you getting it in. Yeah. Okay. No, I remember those days. Absolutely. Yeah, I just just remember being, you know how you watch somebody from afar? I just remember going, man, this dude, if if he's half a good filmmaker as he is at hitting these weights, he a beast. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. I remember. I actually remember my twenty-four hour fitness days, man. Those are that's 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 just cool stuff. I mean, I'm I'm still working out, but uh, it uh, I'm just not at twenty-four hour fitness anymore. Now, now let's talk about man. You 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 really you're really taking it to another level. Uh, I mean, you, your resume is ridiculous. First of all, you you've been getting it in for a, a long time. Uh, Blue Hill Avenue, which is one of my my favorite uh, films, uh, Motives, which 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 was a dope film as well. But it's my now, too, but yeah. Now, you shooting on an iPhone? I am shooting on an iPhone. Yes, brother. I am shooting on an iPhone. Okay, give me the technical of it because. I mean, you're not just holding an iPhone. There has to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me how you do it, though. Okay. Well, truthfully, I've been I've, I've actually been studying digital technology for a long time, specifically when it comes to the iPhone. Uh, okay. When the iPhone when the iPhone came out, the iPhone three uh, shocked me at how well the how how well the, uh, the the camera was. It was not professional quality yet, but uh, it was it was getting there. The iPhone right. 4 and the iPhone 4S started to become professional. When the iPhone 5 came out, it was a professional camera, as far as I was concerned. Uh, wow. In terms in terms of its pixel resolution, and the fact that it was shooting 1920 by 1080, which is what everything shoots. Yeah, everything that you'll see is you know on TV or in the movies. That's what they shoot. So I was like, okay, this is you know it's 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 finally here. Basically, what I'm doing is I am shooting this film on the iPhone 5 using only existing light. That means they won't, we're not carrying lights. We're, we're using practical light, which is, you know, anything that's already there in terms of, like, lamps or what have you, and we're using sunlight. That's pretty much it. Um, how, I'm actually, how I'm actually, you know, shooting it is, the shooting is a little different. I mean, yes, I'm really just holding an iPhone, although I will, it will have a stabilization you know, rig with it. I'm really just holding an iPhone, but, I'm, but my eye is different. I'm yeah. looking at through the iPhone to make sure I get, like, completely clean and even lit images. That is the difference now. It used to be back in the day that you, if you wanted it to look a certain way, you had to shoot it that way. Right. You, in which, meant, in which case you meant you needed a lot of lights and you needed to control that light in order to be able to to shoot it the way you wanted it to look. That's no longer the case. Nowadays, digital has made it so that if you have an even, clean image, you can make it look pretty much whatever you want in post. Post has ah. now become sort of the granddaddy of making films look the way they need to look. And basically, I, you know, I didn't feel like there was enough people really understanding that this is the way digital technology is is, is, is pushing us. And so I wanted everybody to sort of get it, everybody in Hollywood and everybody, you know, to to sort of get what you can do if you push the boundaries of digital digital technology. And so that's what I'm doing. The the name of the movie is The Affair, um, and, and you are shooting this movie completely on the iPhone, not only are you shooting on the iPhone, but you're shooting it all with all practical light, which is to wrap your mind around that is it's dumbfounding. So that's awesome to me, dude. Now you you're you from NYU, you know, film school. Uh, what's inside you to make you say, "Damn it, I'm gonna do this." <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I've always loved technology when it comes to filmmaking. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I just always loved it. Um, When the HVX 200 came out, which was the first Panasonic uh, camera to shoot HD, it shot 720p. I was like one of the first filmmakers to shoot that full feature with that. I shot a feature called the Mansfield 12. Um, I put. I was one of the first filmmakers to put a, a feature online and sell it through, say, MySpace. I did that a few years ago. So, I mean, I'm just that dude. I'm just the guy. My wife and I uh, came up with this whole thing together, and you know, she is is right there with me, ready, you know, ready to say, okay, let's let's push the boundaries of this whole thing. And so. Um, so I've always been that dude, and now I have a partner that's 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 absolutely that chick, and so that's what we're doing. Hey, and speaking of that chick, let's bring her in. Uh, a fabulous actress, uh, a wife, and uh, obviously a great partner, man. Her name is Karen Ward Ross. Karen, how you doing, sis? Hey, Rodney, I'm that. How chick. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you I'm are sorry. that chick. Um, I am that chick. I am a Craig Wells Jr.'s chick. Um, <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm doing really well. It's, it's really nice to, to be here with you. Uh, Craig and I were looking forward to this. Man, I, I'm so glad to get an opportunity to talk with you guys. Um, I saw Motors, and I saw He's Mine, Not Yours, that you completely killed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I really feel like your character, you know, the levels you showed as an actor in that movie, I think is just awesome. And um, oh, thank you. You know, I'm I'm a fan of films that that tell real cool stories, and uh, you guys did a great job. I I remember, you know, I'm the type of guy I go to Walmart and I just pick up a DVD. If it's got black faces on it, I probably own it. Okay? <laughs> and no bootleg, yeah. I buy it. <laughs> so. When I when I got my hands on this one, I was like, man, this is a really good movie. So, well done. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Um, I enjoy watching your movie reviews, so that means a lot coming from you because um, you you do have a a lot to say about different movies. So, uh, thank you for that. That was that was a lot of fun. It is a romantic comedy. Um, it was a romantic comedy, and I I, I did some damage in his mind, not yours, but I haven't <laughs> murdered it. I'm, I will murder it in the affair, and that's the whole point. Yes, it's it's a whole other level that Craig and I plan on uh, uh, bringing the the film cinematic experience. So, so what's what's this story? Can can you guys tell us the story? Sure. <laughs> For a small fee. No, just <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. I, 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 oh, okay. You want me to go, baby? All right, I'll go. Um, so hold on, wait, wait. Y'all, y'all, y'all did not just have a, a couple moments. That was too. <laughs> <laughs> See, what? Okay, fine. I'll tell them. So, so, what happened was I had an affair, and uh, Craig was actually really excited I, yeah. about it. And I so actually I, decided to record it. Yeah, so he he decided to record it, and um, we said, you know what, this is a movie. No, that's that's not what happened, Rodney. Um, but Hold I on, I'm about to say, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, anyone who knows me and who's worked with me, they do know I'm a method actress, and so, no, I'm just playing. Um, well, Craig usually says that, so I thought I would beat him to the punch. But, no, go ahead, honey, you um you tell him. Oh, okay. So what it's about, man, is, I mean, it's, it's kind of straightforward about, you know, what the title is. It's about these two people who are married to other people. And both of them, for different reasons, are completely sort of at the end of their rope uh, at, in their marriages. And they meet, and the, 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 one of them believes that, that, this really, that having an affair could actually help their marriage. They, they they kind of move into it, but it turns into something completely different. I mean, as yeah. it always does, right? I mean, it turns into something that becomes so animal, but so yeah. but so animalistic and primal that they really really can't take it, and it ends up rocking their whole world, including their their own perspective marriages, uh, when it sort of becomes exposed that this is actually happening. 
And so, uh, but it's a movie, you know, but it, it changes the characters forever. I mean, they're just from, at the end of the movie, they're just two completely different people. And so that's oh, well, the... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead babe. No, no that's, that's, the, that's it in a nutshell. Sorry, Rodney, right. as you can see, um, we kind of complete each other's sentence, sort of, or at least I just jump it on my husband and start talking. <laughs> I, I love it. Y'all, 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 like, y'all like twins. Y'all like, you know, splitting up the, the sentence. I love it. <laughs> we, we really are. But, yeah, no, that, that's pretty much it. We just, you know, it started off kind of as a Craig and I, like we always do, just, well, what if, you know, is is monogamy natural? What happens when you have these feelings and are attracted to people? Temptation, lust, the power of sexuality, of perception. So we just really wanted a, a big melting pot, a gumbo, if you will, of all these raw human emotions, and we wanted to take that and just expose it and, and, and bring it to a level cinematically that we feel hasn't been done. And coupled with the way that we are shooting the movie, um, in the cinema, very, very, Outside of the box, you know, outside of the Hollywood system, just kind of raw way, we just thought it, it matched the inner core of the film and what we think our audience is going to take away from it. So um, we're really excited about that. Uh, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Uh, her Twitter is Karen Ward, that's C-A-R-Y-N-W-A-R-D, and Craig Ross is at Craig Ross Jr. Um, let me ask you this, Karen, as an actress, um, I know this is your baby, your boo. But <laughs> <laughs> when you start thinking about performing uh, uh, in under these circumstances, are there any reservations at all? Absolutely not. I, I plan to be completely emotionally naked, um, and obviously I can do it with my husband on many levels. Um, and I'm most excited about it because yes, this, he is my boo. This project is our our child. But um, no, if, if any person can bring out what I think this character is calls for, it's, it's definitely my husband. So um, yeah, no, I, I don't have any reservations. I mean, well, ladies, I don't want her to have any reservations. Okay. She can't have any reservations going into this. We, you know, we've done this before, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have. I mean, did you I see mean, motive? I did, I did see motors and and now were y'all how long y'all been married? Let me ask that. Uh, we've been two years. It's been three years already. No, we've been together for over a decade. So yeah, but we've um, been married for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Thanks for keeping track. Um, I, I I always say this. My wife and I we've been married seventeen years. Uh, we just uh, wow. we just celebrated our 17 year anniversary, but we've been together like 20. Um, I think okay. ma- yeah, marriages. Amazing. Oh yeah, thanks a lot. Especially in L.A., right? At Hollywood, right? But, right. Yeah, y- 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 y'all in L.A., so that that give y'all if three, that's really like 17 too. She <laughs> <laughs> well, well, wouldn't marry me. I mean, I, I she would not marry me. I mean, every time I wanted to marry her, she said, "No, I can't marry you. I got to leave you now." So, <laughs> Will you stop it? she wouldn't marry me. I mean, you know, I knew the second I saw her, I said, "That's it. That's well, her. Well, That's who I'm going to marry." I needed to get myself together first. I think so many times we come into marriages broken and half full, wow. and so it was just some. You know, I needed to to get Karen right so that I could be the woman that I know that I am and the wife. That I know that I can be, and honey, don't you don't you think it was every bit worth it? It, it, it was, was worth it. Worth it. it was definitely worth it, but it took nine years, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nine okay. years. Bro. <laughs> okay. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of searching, ain't it? That's a that's a lot of getting ready. Uh, now, that's a lot of getting ready. See, some of your some of your callers and some of your listeners are actually gonna appreciate what I said because there's so many half people, broken people, which our characters are in the film, by the way, who try to come into a marriage or a relationship to complete themselves, and it just never works that way. So that's okay. Well, I'll let y'all talk your mess, but I know what I'm talking about. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. Well, amen. Amen. I'm nine years. Amen. Hey. hey. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Hey, let me tell you something, Greg. One thing I know, I learned in, in 17 years is she's always right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she's You're always good man, telling me that, too. Good man. 
<laughs> hey, hey, not only not only are you guys shooting this film in a in a non traditional way, you're also getting funding a non traditional way. Uh, you have a Kickstarter account. How can people be a part of helping you guys fund this movie, man? Oh, oh thank you. Well, well, we our Kickstarter is actually over. We um, we successfully funded the picture. However, we you know we we raised uh, we raised about seventeen thousand dollars, which is you know which for us is, was amazing. Um, since we're shooting on an iPhone, you know our, our a lot of our, our expenses are a lot less. But uh, we still have posts, which is going to be much more traditional. So uh, we still need uh, everyone's help if they're interested in helping us. And, yeah, we are. Uh, Go ahead, baby. Sorry. Go ahead, honey. So, as of now, the best place to to uh, help us out is on our website, which is uh, theaffairs-themovie.com. Um, and you just hit the donate button. Blog, so, the, well, the blog has an issue right now, babe. Okay. Sorry. Well, we have a blog, Ronnie, and we're definitely... I, I see I see the blog. The blog is dope. That's why I saw the Kickstarter on the blog, but uh, I, yeah. I see what Craig is talking about. Is And, and guys, if you're listening up, please uh, go check out the website. It's called theaffair-themovie.com. Um, did you guys well, write this? Did you guys write this <laughs> together? Um, I wrote it, Karen helped me develop it. So, yeah, we can we conceptualize it together, but the script is all Craig. Um, and you know, of course, I have my input. <laughs> but, um, of course, she does. I mean, she has to. Uh, right. Yeah. It's we didn't think that we could tell this story within the system, and our intention is to really be authentic in how we communicate the story. And it's a powerful story, so that's why we, you know, we're doing this. Like you said, we raise money on Kickstarter. Um, by the time the show airs, I think we'll be fine with our blog, but people can follow the making of it. We are documenting it. Craig is blogging just about every day. We have a lot of videos showing the behind the scenes from the casting to location scouting. And, again, people can make pledge donations and still get many of the rewards that we were offering on Kickstarter. So that's theaffairmovieblog.com. Again, that's theaffairmovieblog.com. So either one of those sites, people can uh, contribute and still be a part of this project. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, now I got to ask you guys. I've always wanted to ask uh, couples in Hollywood uh, or a guy that's um, in a relationship with an actress. Um, you know, my wife and I have had the conversation on different occasions. My wife, look, don't be going out there kissing nobody. You know, <laughs> and have ha, you guys have you have been there? What's it like? One from your perspective, Karen, as the 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 one in the scene with X person, and Craig, the flip side. What's it like being on the outside, seeing your lady? Like, yo, I mean, is it is it weird, or do you just kind of know what it is? Craig, you first. Yeah, okay, you. Um, know, there's <laughs> a lot of things all wrapped up in one. I mean, because. You know, when I'm directing, I'm, I'm coming at it from the director's aspect of it, and so I don't, I don't. From that side of it, it's very technical, and I'm in control. I say stop, they stop. I say they, they, do they, this, they, they better, do it. they better stop. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so you know what I mean. So I'm kind of in control. So it takes a lot of the a, a lot of the other side of it out. Now, as a husband. It's very, very different. As a mm. husband, it's like, wow, I'm like a fly on the wall, and I'm watching my wife have this intimate, intimate scene with another person. So in some ways, it's, it's, it's very, like, jarring, and in other ways, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> so it's, there's a lot of emotions going on all at once, but if I'm working, then the director in me is really taking over. Wow. Karen, what's your take on it? Uh, I kind of echo my husband's sentiments. I don't have any reservations, and usually I'm so invested in the character and what's happening emotionally that I'm just present with that. And I, you know, I shut off husband mode, and I see the director like I would work for any directors and other directors I've worked for. So, um, 
Yeah, and, and, you know, Craig and I have such a high level of trust. I mean, like you said, we are in this business. I'm in a business. He's a director. There's tons of beautiful women out here in L.A., beautiful actresses who constantly approach him, give them his their picture, their telephone number. And likewise, you know, I have meetings with men, um, often powerful men, producers, and so forth. So we just – we know what we have. We have our life as husband and wife, as Craig Ross Jr. and Karen Ward Ross, and then there's everything else. So that's kind of what precedes everything we do. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really trip off of that. It's, it's not a problem for me. Uh, hey man, I, I really, uh, you guys are quickly becoming my favorite couple. You're in Hollywood. <laughs> you're getting it done. The name of the movie is The Affair. You can go to the website theaffair-themovie.com. All the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff is the affair movie. Um, with uh, Craig, with you taking this approach, this new approach, how much is social media playing in how you guys are going to even promote it and get it out to the masses? Oh my God, it's huge! It's huge. I mean, in order for us to get this far, we had to, you know rally basically the troops on social media and we've had some amazing people come forward to help us on social media. Yes. Absolutely. Um, social media has been uh, it's not possible without social media. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to do this without social media. So I mean social media I can't tell you how big a role it's playing here. It's creating not only the people that are gonna help us make the movie, but also the same people that are gonna buy the movie when we're done. So it's, it's a and wonderful. It's really, it's, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Karen. Go ahead, Karen. I was gonna say it's, it's really the connective tissue. It's it's the it's the you know how we're able to speak directly to our audience. I mean, they're in on every level, and that's so that's the importance of the affair movie blog because we really wanted to have that intimacy. We're letting people know every step of the way, so that this is not my movie or Craig's movie. This this essentially is our movie, and it started with the Kickstarter campaign. Um, so, like like my husband said, social media is invaluable, and and we love that. Um, we we want it to be a, a collective, shared kind of experience, not us and them. Craig, let me ask you this because I've read your wife's bio. Yep. Uh, how silly is Karen Ward Ross? <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, my wife is an incredibly intelligent, wonderful, sensitive, creative human being, but she definitely has a silly side. <laughs> definitely. She can be very hey, I, I'm, I'm reading her, her questions, and it's so funny. Little known fact, I'm a terrible speller, S-P-E-L-L-I-R. I was <laughs> hollering. <laughs> I uh, am, I am. I don't know what happened to me. Some some type of traumatic event happened, but I can't spell. Yeah, I, my husband's a goofball all the time, and he makes me laugh at myself. There's no other person in the world. I mean, my husband just I think is normal, and he's like, "Are you serious right now?" Like, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty goofy. I, I'll acknowledge that, and I'm a nerd. I'm kind of a nerd, and I'm okay with that. But I I think this is the this is the time of the nerd. Like like <laughs> cool. This is like nerd time in the world to me. Like if you look at movies and TV, and, and but the thing we haven't seen, I don't think we've seen the black nerd on film yet. You know, so hey, hey, I can't wait to work with both of y'all. <laughs> well, we can't wait to work with you either, Rodney. Get Rodney up in the affair, honey. We got to get him up in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Rodney, what do you? What are you thinking, man? You want to, you know? You wanna Dude, I, I, would, I, would, I would love to. I would love to. And, uh, you know, the thing about being a stand-up is people always just assume that you can just, you can only pull off comedy. So I'm always looking for stuff that's, that, that isn't comedy, that that gives me opportunity to show, you know, you know that I did that's my acting right. classes too, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I, <laughs> I do. I do. I mean, comedy is really difficult. So a lot of comedians I know say the drama is actually the easy part. Okay, Craig, yeah. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this, Craig. I'm gonna give you the questionnaire that your wife created, and oh. <laughs> you just answer the questions just like she did. Here we go. You ready? Real quick, okay? Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, what, what's your What's your sign, Craig? 
My, my sign is Pisces. Pisces. Okay. Favorite foods? <laughs> my, my favorite foods are hers. No, your, your favorite food, baby. Oh, my favorite food probably, you know, steak, potatoes kind of thing. Steak, yep. He loves him okay. steak, boy. Currently, <laughs> you're currently reading. <laughs> I am currently reading basically strip boards for the for the affair, say, but... You, um, do you have time to read right now? I was like, right now, I don't really have time to read, but if I was reading right now, I'd probably be reading Conversations with God. Oh, yeah, wow. That's favorite, favorite, fa- favorite flower. <laughs> my, my favorite flower. Um, Your not favorite my wife's, flower. mine. My Lord. favorite flower is, uh, I, I just take my wife, the sunflower. I don't really have a favorite flower. I was about to say, baby, do you have one? Well, you can just get the sunflower like me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Secret obsession. Oh, I know Secret that one. Ob- that's one I can say on air, one I can say off of air. <laughs> Karen, Karen, say them both. Go, go, Karen, say them both. <laughs> well, I know. My, my husband loves shoes. He loves shoes and feet, and he loves my shoes and feet. Um, so if you notice, Rodney, I'll give you a little tidbit. If you notice, especially if you watch the affair teaser, both anything, anything we do together, you will always see a shot of my feet and shoes. So just just keep that in mind. Um, people can watch the teaser it. on the website. And I'll call it a pledge to this Kickstarter. Um, the other one, I will see the fist. I'm not, not going to say that one on air. Ah, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, let, let's let their mind wander, okay? Um, exactly. Okay, only a couple of more. A couple more, Craig. Uh, secret dream. Yeah. My secret Ooh. dream? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my secret dream would probably be... Hey, hey wait, before you answer that, it's okay to say none of your damn business. <laughs> well, when, 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 you, when you first asked the question, the first thing that popped into my head was my daughter. So uh, it's definitely something surrounding my daughter, like watching her get married or, you know, watching her raise a family of her own. Do you see why I love this man, Ronnie? Do you see why I wow. love this man? This I'm, I'm, I'm slowly falling in love with him myself. <laughs> Uh, okay, couple of more questions, Craig. Um, right. Chocolate or vanilla? Oh man, it's got to be chocolate. Okay, chocolate. Yeah. Dog, I, dog or cat? Dog. dog all day long. We have two pit bulls. We are a dog oh, family. Oh, oh, y'all the real deal. Cause yeah, I right. don't like big dogs because they make big piles of shit. <laughs> they do. They definitely do. Last question: Red vines or Twizzlers? Oh yeah, come on now. This, this is, is a tough one. Now my wife is a red vine person through and yes. through, but oh I grew God. up on Twizzlers. So you know, I gotta say I love my wife, but I gotta go with Twizzlers. I don't uh, even I, understand hey. that, I don't even understand that. And when people listen to this, I need them to tweet me all my red vines. I need you to send me a tweet and and send Rodney and Craig some hater tweets. Because that's what <laughs> hey, hey guys, I, I gotta be honest, man. I, I love your chemistry. Uh, I know this this project is gonna be successful because you know when when you create something in a space where love is, it can't help but win. Uh, I'm so uh, I'm I'm very uh, honored to have you guys on. Uh, any any final roads before we get out of here? I'll let uh, ladies first. Karen Ward Ross. Thank Ronnie, you, you're amazing. And like I said, we were really excited about this interview, and uh, I think you're an incredible force in this business. So to be able to connect with you right now is just really, really nice for us. And, no, I'm just excited. Um, you know, people can look out for the affair. Like you gave them the website. Follow us on Twitter. We've got some great stuff coming. Um, Craig and I are both going to be speaking at Digital Hollywood, a Variety's uh, panel all about the digital technology, and we plan to revolutionize it. So please come with us on the journey. We're really excited about it. Awesome. Craig, final words. I also want to say thank you, thank you very much, Rodney, for having us on here, man. We really, really have been looking forward to this interview and talking with you, and it's everything we thought it was going to be. 
And we just want to say thank you to everyone that's been supporting us on this journey of the affair. And it is just starting. I mean, we have got a long way to go. And there's going to be plenty of cool things happening along the way. So hang with us. The website, theaffair-themovie.com. And it's also theaffairmovieblog.com where you can check out some stuff. Let's immerse ourselves in this film, man. I'm super-duper excited for you guys. All the social media is The Affair Movie, and it's starring Karen Ward-Ross, directed by my man Craig Ross Jr. Man, thank you guys for this project, dude. Thanks, Ronnie. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you on set. I love it. Hey, 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 I ain't playing either, because I'll just crash the set. (laughs) What's wrong with crash, then? My man. Hey, hey, y'all, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Hey, Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Uh, Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back with more show. Don't go nowhere. All right, all right, all right. Roddy Perry. The name of the show is Roddy Perry Live. And you can give us a call and let us know what you think. Direct feedback, direct contact. This is my number. Give me a call. 404-941-6456. 404-941-6456. Shoot me a text. Say what you want to say. Let Rodney Perry know. You never know. I might take your comment and put it on the air. That's the type of brother you're dealing with. Give us a call. 404-941-6456. The Rodney Perry Hotline. One, two, three, four. The Black Tour is coming through your door. The Black Tour. That's Rodney Perry's comedy tour coming to you this year. That's right. Every city we're coming to. Check it out on my website, www.rodneyperry.com. You don't want to miss it. coming on the show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This Rodney Perry. We'll be right back. It's about to get even more crazy. Y'all stay right there. This Rodney. We'll be right back, y'all. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste with 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's real most impressive thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are going to... Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Yo, this is Roddy Perry. We're back. The show is in full effect, and it's time for me to bring on my guest for the day, man. This dude is one of them dudes, man. Uh, he's got a great story. He's currently on the hit show, Nashville. And, you know, it ain't but a handful of black folks in Nashville, period. So the fact that it's a brother, a star of the show called Nashville is off the chain. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. His name is Melvin Kearney 
I, I think I'm saying it right. Am I saying it right, Mel? Yeah, you're saying it just right. It is it's a pleasure to be in your show, Rodney. I promise you, I'm out here in the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. It is good to be here, man. Man, man, dude, uh, they, they, I became aware of you because of this show, Nashville. But mm-hmm. man, t- tell us your story, man, because you, 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 you were in the military. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. It's like a lot of people call it from the battlefield to the big screen because all of a sudden, you know, after my second combat tour going to Iraq, um, I got back because I just walked the stage in North Carolina A&T. I thought my military contract was over, but all of a sudden they called me and said, hey, uh, Kearney, we just want to talk real quick. I'm like, okay, let me cut you off. I know my contract went in. I want to thank you guys first for instilling all these good Army values in me. You know, I left yeah. my um, A&T, one of my first combat tour. But I'm like, you know what? Thank you for everything you've done. They said, well, thank you because you're about to be ready to go back to um, Southeast Baghdad. It's going to be 102 wow. of you guys. And when I went over there, about, well, five of my buddies were killed in action, 34 guys severely wounded. So when I came back, I just went to Walter Reed. And I flew out of my truck for about three months taking care of some wounded guys, some guys that I used to run to the bunkers with. But one day on mission, I got held up. And when I got held up, my base was being hit by rockets. I mean, it was Southeast Baghdad. It's normal for your base to get hit by rockets four or five times a day. So all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to take care of some of these guys that got wounded. Uh, lo and behold, when I'm taking care of these guys, um, somebody said, hey, can you go to Michigan and start taking care of some more soldiers? So I'm traveling the country, taking care of soldiers, motivating them, you know, inspiring them to stretch your comfort zone. Then I, it, it led me down here to um, Nashville, Tennessee. I bumped into one soldier. He got hit by a blast and lost his memory. His wife started crying. She was like, is there any way you can get your photo on the back of a business card? I'm like, yeah, no problem. I could do that, you know, for the guys so they can know my face when they see me. All of a sudden, uh, the photographer said, you got a different look. You might have a passion stuff for it. I'm like, do what you want with it. I get an email from, like, Nashville Extras. I'm like, you know what? Oh, Extras, those are the guys in the background. I show up to the production office here in Nashville an hour early, walking around, minding my own business. Somebody's like, hey, this was in this audition. So I walk into a room. Guys are walking back and forth, pacing back and forth, stressing. I'm like, why is everybody so serious? I right. take a seat, relaxing. All of a sudden, this guy comes from the back. Hey, we're going to call you guys back one at a time. And it's going to start from there. So I walk into the um, audition room. It was like eight, it was a U-shaped table, eight guys in there. You know, the titles mean nothing because I'm like, you know, I'm military. It's military titles. All of a sudden, right. I said, so where's your headshots? What, what's your story? I'm Right there, I said, you know what? Everyone asks, why do you smile all the time? Why are you always so hyping over the top? And people that know me ask that question because they know before I left for my first combat tour in 2003 in the Army, my mom passed away with breast cancer. On top of losing my five buddies on my second combat tour, and then coming back from there, my sister down in uh, uh, Jessup, Georgia, passes away. I said, you know what? Everyone keeps saying, how do you still do it? And I think about it. I said, you know what? I was that guy taking my mom to chemotherapy. At her weakest moment, she would say, baby, go back in the house and grab my bottle. I said, mom, you can chill. Here's your pastor. Relax. You can chill. She said, baby, no. I'm going to read my Bible and scripture to this lady. I said, Mom, no, whoa, she treats you so bad. Why are you going to read the – just relax. Baby, you could choose to never have a bad day again. You can't control your circumstance or your situations, baby, but you can control your attitude. And I never forgot that. So I'm telling this story in the audition. These guys are sitting on the edge of their seats, and they said, so how do you keep going? I think about what my mom said to me, and I don't give up. I keep pushing forward. And now I'm in a, in a position of opportunity of a lifetime to be able to inspire on a whole different level. Then they stop and say, can you can you play the role of a bodyguard? Are you asking me, can I do something I did in combat? No one's going to shoot at me. You guys are going to say, cut. You know <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then from, and then from there, all of a sudden, you know, they say, next. So I thought I blew it. I'm on the way out. I get a phone call back saying, Melvin Kearney, after you left, they don't want to see nobody else. Welcome to ABC Nashville. You got the character named Bo. You're going to be the bodyguard for Julie, um, Julia Barnes, played by Miss uh, Hayden Panettiere. From there, my life took off and changed. And I've shot ten episodes last season. Right now, we're on uh, film episode six of the second season, which is going to kick off on the 25th of September, and on ABC at 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm I'm happy. I'm in a good place. Man, dude, it, I, I got I got chills listening to your story, man. His name is Melvin Ray Kearney II. He's on the show today, man. 
you are a true Hollywood success story. Um, and you're on ABC. What else does Melvin want? I, I tell you what, and I'd be honest, if I, if I have, I'd just throw it out there. But honestly, I've been taking care of everybody else for so long, and here's the chance where um, it, it's, it's, it's unreal because I'm actually taking care of myself and I'm happier than I ever, I've ever been in my life. I've never thought I had that dream of being an actor, but now that I'm acting and learning this craft and figuring everything out, working with these acting coaches, going to random acting workshops, I'm starting to become realize it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be in touch with those those feelings. It's like you don't got to wear the mask all the time, and you could actually show up somewhere where you can lift that mask up and no one's going to judge you. And it's like, you know, now um, I get emails from overseas from veterans over in um, Afghanistan saying, you know what? Hey man, I heard you were a soldier. A lot of us come home hot behind a bottle. I mean, you ran you ran a lot of combat missions just like us, man. You you know, I hear you telling everybody stretch your comfort zone, keep moving. It's like we hear about your story. It's like you know, I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna work in a prosthetic lab, man. I'm gonna give back. You know, I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm gonna keep pushing forward. I appreciate what you're doing. So right now, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep pushing forward. You know, smiling and being positive. I mean, right now, so many doors are open. I mean, I've just left a photo shoot. For Fruit of the Loom at the World Headquarters in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And it's like, you know, right now I'm realizing it's like the fight. I used to say the fight fixed, but the fight is fixed. And it's like I'm just keeping God first and giving him the glory and realizing it's not about me because serving others got me in this position. So that's why in the morning I wake up at 4.30 and I go run and I take care of uh, wounded soldiers and speak to them throughout the day and then go on set and film at night or just in the acting workshop pumped up all night just learning. I'm not going to stop serving. So to answer the question, what's next for me? Anywhere a wounded soldier or just anybody that needs some help or inspiration, they need me. I'm there because I'm not scared to talk. I'm not scared to share my story and tell them my story. It's so healing for me and it keeps me going. So cause I'm the guy in the airport, and if you see, hey, what's going on? Where are you from? I'm from Tarver, North Carolina. We got to speak to everybody. So I'm like, hey, where are you from? <laughs> what's your story? So that's me. Wow, man. Melvin, you can check him out. You can be a part of his his, uh, online life. Hit him up on Twitter. He's at Melvin Kearney. That's M-E-L-V-I-N-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. And he's also at Melvin Kearney on Instagram as well. Man, Melvin, man, dude, you have no idea. Just just listening to your story, listening to the conviction in your voice is so impressive, man. And... Especially, you know, as, as a as a black man and as a as a father, it's great to see, you know, a guy like yourself. Uh, take me back to North Carolina A and T. Uh, my old football coach was y'all football coach there, Mister Lee Fobbs, and okay. uh, I, I played for Lee Fobbs in high school, and I know he was there. But you know, when he was there, I don't think y'all won a game in like four years or something like that. <laughs> I tell you, good old A North Carolina A and T, home of the Aggies. You know, um, right when I graduated high school, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, eh, I kind of want to go in the army because my dad was full time army, but I want to go to college. So I'm like, what college am I gonna go to? And I'm not gonna lie, from that first college visit and tour, I'm like, A and T is my place. It's the right place for me. I mean, it was just full of life. The professors were so real, down to earth. They connected with me, and A&T is dear to my heart because I remember when I when I graduated basic training, I first showed up at a military on the campus of A&T. I'm on the way to class, and I get a phone call saying, hey, uh, Kearney, you're about to go to Iraq. I'm like, I'm from North Carolina. I've been in North Carolina for a while. Where's Iraq, North Carolina at? I walk into class. I'm just, I'm just done. I still go to class. I sit down. And my professors hand out exams like, Mr. Kearney, uh-uh, whoa. Whatever's on your mind is not more important than this exam you need to pass right now. I looked up, I'm like, I got a call, I'm about to go to Iraq. She was like, baby, class is dismissed. And from there, she hugged me. And then my whole department, Gibbs Hall, they started coming around hugging and saying, we're going to pray for you. Matter of fact, everybody, hey, hey, here's our email address. Whenever you get to, you email us your address. So I'm over in Iraq. You know, the school could have said, hey, I'll see you when you get back, brother. But now right. they're sending me care packages and gifts at my lowest moment. I could go 
I could receive a package saying, hey, Aggie Pride, we love you. Ready for you to come home. When you come home, let us know. And then when I came back home, I was greeted by faculty, staff, students. I mean, they just crowd around me because the transition back from a combat zone is already tough enough. But when yeah. you come back and the professors say, hey, you know what, if you ever need to step out of class and you just feel overwhelmed, it's cool. But matter of fact, hey, tell some of these guys in class about your experiences, you know, because it's, it's one thing to sit in class, learn about, you know, the criminal justice system or learn about, you know, uh, how, how to make it when, when, past college. But it's one thing to, to learn so much about the criminal justice system and then walk right into a combat zone and apply what you've learned in an active combat zone where your life's in danger. So I, they would let me get up and speak and tell my story. And by me telling my story, it allowed me to come three-dimensional. A lot of people see more than what's on the surface and look past my smile. So it's like when I, when I hear people say Aggie Pride or I see someone in an airport with an A&T hat, I'm like, Aggie Pride? I'm that guy. I am that guy. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, you know, I became a member of, of Omega Sci-Fi with a new side chapter A&T, so that got me hyped. And, and right. I'm loving life, and A&T just took care of me. I mean, I go to every homecoming. I'm that guy hopping around, smiling, you know, keeping it real out there. Because they're so they even support me even for the show. They're like, hey, Kearney, we don't care how big or how small your role is, we're going to support you. We're going to support you, brother. So I had that constant support. That's why A&T is dear to me. That's why all my HBCUs are dear to me. So that's it. Man. Man, Melvin, dude, you, you're such a breath of fresh air. I can see what those people saw when you walked into the audition just having this conversation right now, man. It, it just, I mean, you, you leap you leap out of, the, out of the thing, man. You leap through the airwaves. You leap off the screen. Um, I, I remember watching an interview that Jamie Foxx did, and he mm-hmm. talked about how his his grandmother – uh, prepared him, gave him the tools before she left this earth. Um, hmm. Speak to me about the tools that you got, because it's no accident that you are on ABC, on Nashville right now. Speak to some of those tools, bro. Um, as, as, as far as my, my, I always talk about, like, my, my mom kept saying, son, you know, <laughs> you never made all straight A's, son. So, but let me tell you about the true ABCs. Number one, A, your attitude, B, is your, your behavior, and C, your character. She said, you keep those three things in order, nothing will stop you. And then she always she always make me go to church. I'm like, Mama, I don't want to go to church. I'm good to go. Huh? I'm good to go. But going to church is really what helped me, helped me stay grounded because cause, cause I've learned so much, like watch, looking at my mama's face at her weakest moment, saying, hey, you know, she taught me how to persevere at a weakest moment when she could have said, ah, I could stay home, and someone could just say, okay, I understand Faye Kearney at home because she ain't feeling well. So Faye Kearney, my mama, she's sitting in the back of the church with a cough over saying, you know what, I'm going to get this word no matter what until it's a breath in my body. I'm going to keep going. So imagine me, a little knucklehead, watching that from my mom. I'm like, hold up, why is she still here? She don't got to be. I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm walking out of my Sunday school class, and my, I'm not paying attention in Sunday school class. I remember walking out that one day. My mom is in the back corner, sick, and I'm just, I'm blown. And I sit down, and the Sunday school teacher like, church, real quick, um, before we get started, every member of this Sunday school class is going to get up and tell you what they learned. I was like, what in the world? Well, when they get to me, my plan is I'm going to lean back, look to the next person to my left, and they're going to go around me because the pressure is going to be on them. So I'm sitting back relaxed. All of a sudden, the girl beside me stand up. I won't forget it. Matthew 7, chapter first verse, judge not so that ye will not be judged. She sits down. I say, oh, my God, but she laid it out there. Okay, <laughs> so everyone's looking at me. I look to the left. I'm like, uh-oh, come on now. Everyone's still looking. I, I, the peripheral vision, I see my mom in that corner. She's like, you better get up. <laughs> Man, I, I got to face my fears. I stood up. I said, I might stutter. I might mess up. They might laugh. But the thing is, I looked up, I saw those Ten Commandments. I was like, thank you, God. He is good. I was just like, I'm going to throw one of these Ten Commandments. I said, thou shalt not, not kill. One lady stood up. There you go, baby. Everybody started cheering me off. I said, this feels good. <laughs> so all of a sudden, my mama just had a smile come across her face. So no matter what, like, don't let the fear of rejection stop you. I'm like, Bobby, you can't tell me that. 
So I'm still standing up. I'm like, God is so good. And everybody, you know, I'm back to church in Tarman, North Carolina. The whole church started cheering and shouting. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I love this feeling. So the girl was talking, you need to sit down. So I sat down. I'm like, hey, oh, can I say the scripture? And all of a sudden, she said, oh, you can, baby, from there. I started realizing, you know, this fight is fixed. You know what? I loved it. I love speaking. I love just connecting with people. And it's like, you know, everything my mom, my mom used to tell me a lot of things. Like, hey, you know what? Make sure you speak to people when you walk by. Open your mouth up. You know, um, always mind your manners. Even if somebody treats you bad, you smile. Don't act the way people expect you to act. Wow. And I'm like, okay. And now I get that. Those are the tools that I live by every day. Even when people are falling by the wayside, everyone needs some encouragement, some hope. You know, even from uh, my second tour of bag, they're like, I told people, I said, yo, I smile every day. They're like, okay, wait till stuff starts getting tough. Stuff started getting tough. I remember, like, my truck was hit by, 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 by a roadside or my base. When I show back up my base where I sleep, it gets blown up. All I could do, all I could do was smile. I said, you know what? I thank God for that kid that we stopped and treated his wound because if not, that would have been us, you know. So I just wanted to give and continue to push forward. Cause my mom said, it's not about you It's because it's not about us. We get so wrapped up in our lives and thinking how bad something. No, it's about serving others, and serving others is what's got me in this position. And giving God the glory is what got me in this position because every time all my plans I had failed. I wanted to be a U.S. Marshal. I wanted to be X, Y, and Z. I did my internship as a U.S. Marshal at A&T, and I had my plan, but God had his different plan. And you wow. know what? And I, I won't, I wouldn't change nothing. And I, I'm quick to tell people all my plans failed. That's why I go with the flow. I smile. I apply those tools my mom gave me, them ABCs, attitude, behavior, and character. And I push forward and smile because, look, life is going to happen. But through all the losses that I've experienced, I realize, hey, you know what? Happiness is really smiling in spite of. It's like, cause, you know, because my mom always say, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm like, what, mama? You're, you're like Superman, mama. You're always going to be here. Something happened to my daddy, but mama, you're going to be here. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Well, when she passed away, I remember it's just like it sunk in. She said, until the last breath is out of my body, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to give God the glory, and I'm going to help. I'm going to keep serving. I'm like, uh, and then when they said it, when she passed away, she took her last breath, and I watched. You know, I was crying, but then, you know, it it, it hit me so hard. And I said, everything she said, it, it, it hit me like a weight. So I said, you know, I got a choice to make. I could be upset and get a pity party. Oh, you know his mama died. Oh, you know his sister died. You know people passed. But you know what? I said, I'm, I'm going to live my mama's life. I'm going to carry on her legacy and push forward. It means nothing if I go out here acting a fool, getting angry, burying all my emotions, because if we bury our emotions, it's like a it's like an open wound. If you don't treat that open wound, it's gonna get infected. You'll find yourself snapping off for no reason. Like where'd that come from? But really it's your 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 emotions and your attitude that you haven't dealt with. So, you know, I'm learning it's like I'm learning as I go and like that's that's why I'm so happy about acting now because it's like therapy. It's like you could go in there, you could just yell and have a good time and just sh- show those emotions that you can have them pin up all day. And not be just. Somebody said, oh, my God, that's powerful. Oh, look where you just got that from. Where'd that come from? I'm like, eh, okay. It came from my life experiences. And I'm, I'm I'm able to get those off my chest. You know, I'm able to be vulnerable, and it's okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm just getting started. You see, I'm, I'm, walk, I'm walking in circles. I, I drove water. I'm not, I didn't have to film today, but I left through the loom, and I came <laughs> on, on the set of Nashville where it all started. I'm just sitting in the parking lot. The windows rolled up, and it's hot, and I'm sweating, but I'm not sweating. Sweating because I'm just so fired up and motivated because people say you're so over the top, but I know how good God's been to me, and I'm not scared to give Him the glory, and I'm just getting started. So when people see me walking in, they're gonna sit straight up. I might come and eat an apple. Trust me, at competition, hey, the fight is fixed. If it's for me, it's gonna be for me. If it's not, okay, I'm not scared of rejection. And 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 that's that's why I, I still remember the first time when I met you. I remember um, I came back from my first combat tour. I was uh I, I went to Atlanta. I started speaking. She's, she's my god sister, Kim Toomey. She said, I don't want you to meet Rodney. You got to come yeah. over here. Meet Rodney. He, he had a comedy show. I said, God, it was so powerful because, I mean, you're a positive brother making it happen. You always bring joy to so many people, and you're wow. so real and transparent and clear. And I'm like, man, I used to be in my soldiers. Just look at this guy. You know, he said, oh, I hear about, I hear about him on, on, you know, all the way in Iraq, in a combat zone. I'm like, you know what? That's all right. 
I mean, me being from a small town called Tarboro, I mean, we call our, my town the bucket. Because, you know, if you slam a bucket down full of water, you drop to make it out. I'm that drunk <laughs> that made it out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, you don't get to meet Rodney Barry. I just said his brother's been on TV. He's doing his thing, not giving up. And then it's just like, I'm like, hey, what's going on? You're so cool, so humble, so personal, down to earth. Because you hear so many horror stories. I said, you know what? Yep, when I'm here, I promise I'm going to be that humble. So that's why anytime in between sets and we have extras out here, hey, I go around shaking hands, smiling, laughing, joking, you know, just just keeping it real. And I just wanted to thank you. That's why I got so excited when, um, you know, when I just had the opportunity to come to your show because, I mean, to to be interviewed by somebody you look up to, I, I tell you, I, I, that's, I'm just so humbled and very thankful and appreciative just for this entire opportunity. Well, Melvin, let me tell you something. You you have blessed me and everybody that will ever listen to this. One thing that's great about a show like this is people will pick up this show and listen to it years from now. And, do when I tell you you are a walking light, I mean, I can, I can you know, I, I, I can feel your spirit, man. And, and I, I want nothing but the best for you. Uh, you gave us so many tenants today in this conversation. You gave us ABCs. I want to thank your mom for giving you the ABCs, attitude, behavior, character. Uh, I love this phrase, push forward, push forward and smile. Man, that's that's mm-hmm. crazy. That's that's incredible. And, and and Melvin, the fight is fixed, baby. The fight is fixed. You already know it. You already know it. So why, why fear? You show up anywhere you go, you show up smiling. It's going to play out the way it's supposed to play out. Everywhere I want to go fail. It's like, and I'm glad they failed. And those doors closed because of a bigger door is wide open, and now I got the opportunity to show up and laugh and joke with pain and panic in the air, you know. And 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 the cast of Nashville, it's like every every all every one of the stars. They, they always say, "Kanye, you know what? You're the real celebrity. You wore that uniform. Do you know how much that means? Wow. wow. For people that watch do several movies, and they just say, "You know, you're the real celebrity. You wore that uniform, the military uniform." I mean, I'm still speechless every time. I get the chills every time. Because every time I show up on set, they just say, hey, man, what's going on? We're like one big family. We look out for each other. Even when I'm not filming, I'm sitting on set learning. Because, I mean, if an opportunity presents itself, I bet you I take advantage of it. I bet you. If I got access to come on set, I'm going to sit up here and learn as much as I can. Because opportunities, you know, you get that one shot, and everyone knows me. I'm the guy smiling every day. Every time I show up on set, whether it's late at night, early in the morning, I'm still smiling. And some people that don't know me, like, oh, why are you smiling so much? What are you so happy about if you only knew my story? Because just like you, people could see your glory, but they don't know your story. That's why I tell people everywhere I go, I leave people, make sure you tell your story. Make sure you tell your story. Become three-dimensional. Allow people to see more than what's on your surface. Let people understand you. Like, oh, nobody don't understand me. Because you haven't told your story. Let people know where you're coming from. Let people know who you are and what makes you you, what makes you tick. I love it. I'm fired up, Ronnie. I'm fired up. Hey man, I'm on the right Hey, we go, we 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 gonna hang out in Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. I can't wait to meet you again face to face. He's from the bucket, Nashville. He's from uh, the bucket in uh, uh, A and T, North Carolina, North Clackalaka. Uh, he's got a show. Mm-hmm. It's on ABC. You can go to abc.com and and see some of the clips and stuff. But man, I got to tell you, Melvin, you 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 did my heart good today, man. I will listen to this show for years to come. When I need some motivation, I'm gonna listen to Melvin Kearney. Um, yes. Go to his uh, go to go to uh, his Twitter. He's at Melvin Kearney. Uh, the Instagram is Melvin Kearney as well, man. Um, thank you, and and that's the most sincere thank you I've given in a long time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on today, and man, you are you are you are so full of light, man. I. I can't wait to share the screen with you one day, and I definitely can't wait to see your face, man, and, and just hang out with you face-to-face. Absolutely. Well, you're coming to Tennessee. When I found you, you were coming to Tennessee. I thought that was fine. I said, you know what? I'm going to go check my boy out in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So I, I can't wait to come out there, sit back, laugh, joke, watch you entertain. I look up to you. You're one of my role models, one of my inspirations. Rodney, I appreciate you having the show. I salute you. you. Hey y'all, he, he he covers so much great stuff. His name is Melvin Kearney. Do yourself a favor and be a part of what this young man is doing. Attitude, behavior, character, the ABCs of life. 
push forward and smile. And let me tell y'all something. The fight is fixed. My name is Rodney Perry. That's our show for the day. I love it, Melvin. I love it. The fight is fixed from now on, baby. The fight is fixed. Wow. Wow. Thank you, brother. Hey, I salute you. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Y'all stay right there. We got more with Rodney Perry Live. Don't go nowhere. Are you ready for more laughs, a new stage, and more Rodney Perry? Well, the wait is almost over. That's right. Off the chain is coming back. This fall on Bounce TV. Bounce TV. TV. Our way. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.